Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 2020 winner of our trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with the helpers. Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's. Looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. And just trying to go out there and show that every year. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. That's Archibald Richardson. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Un- Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Manage print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. What a stop made by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 Chad. Special thanks to Russ Moore and Brendan Escott for uh, bringing it with a brand new intro after a little over a year. And that's what happens. I mean, it's been such a crazy year, 2020. Uh, this is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Hugh Porter, Digitex, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. You're going to hear 
one of the voices uh, that uh, is in that pack put together for the Open. Jack Michaels coming up today at 135. For the horses in horse racing, Alberta, Mark Spector at 105. And uh, dropping the puck with us at 1235 today for the River Creek Resort and Casino from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Elliot Freeman back at the 630 Chad Studios. Is Brendan Escott. Hello, Brendan. How are you doing? Not too bad, Bob. Thanks for holding things down yesterday. Yeah. Appreciate well, it. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he did a good job. I tell you. He might be, you might be Wally Pippin you shortly, let me tell you, Cody Jansen. Or, anyhow, uh, yes, indeed. Uh, we got lots to get to in today's edition of the show. Uh, I do want to tell you that you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. All slot machines, table games, and the poker room now open at the River Cree. You'll notice the slot machines separated by plexiglass, one of the many steps at the River Cree that it has taken to follow AHS guidelines. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including the brand-new Italia as well, where you can enjoy two-for-one entrees at Italia on Wednesdays and Thursdays, the River Cree Resort Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. All right, Brendan, so uh, you can also text us at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. Did you watch either of those town halls last night, Brendan? No, and I tried to watch. Good call little... by good call <laughs> yeah. by you. The the principle of that was like as somebody that's gone through journalism school. Like I just thought that was so wrong, so I couldn't support either way. Uh, you know what's interesting is if uh, you follow Daniel Dale and he sits there and he, you know what. He, it's not just Donald Trump that he's holding accountable, uh, but also Joe Biden. And it, it the, the reality of the situation is, I, I believe, to a certain degree, uh, the U.S. election. Look, it, <laughs> we don't have a lot of hockey going on right now. To put things in perspective, a year ago today, Connor McDavid had one goal, five points. The Edmonton Oilers beat, uh, knocked Carter Hart out of the game after uh, scoring four in them. Uh, the Oilers had opened the season up 5-0. and They'd won their first two home games against Vancouver. And Los Angeles went on a three-game, a four-game road trip, uh, won all three games in the New York tri-state area, and then went and took on uh, the Chicago Blackhawks and were flat, not very good, and lost to the Hawks. Uh, came back home and played the Flyers and built up a 6-1 lead. Uh, Drysaddle had two goals. So, like, we were six games, seven games into the season at this time last year. Two years ago today, I believe was, if I'm not mistaken, was the big comeback uh, for uh, the Oilers against the uh, Winnipeg Jets, where Edmonton, again, ironically, had started the year out in the uh, east, out in New York, and had a Saturday afternoon game against the Rangers. That was an ugly hockey game that the Oilers found a way to win and then flew into Winnipeg, and the Jets were up 4-1 a couple of years ago, and Edmonton rallied. Paul Yarvey got a goal in that game. Uh, Connor McDavid was in on the first eight goals Edmonton scored at the start of the 1819 season. Darnell Nurse, many of you would remember remember winning it in overtime for Edmonton. Remember Wayne Gretzky was on that trip, and he was down... In, in Winnipeg's arena, they don't have enough room for the backup goaltender to sit on the bench. So he's basically in the sort of entranceway to the ice from the dressing room. And Wayne was down there by him, and he was pretty excited. We could hear him uh, uh, getting pumped up after Darnell had sniped uh, the GWG and OT. So uh, there, there's an illustration like, uh, you know, last okay, normally we'd be playing. And for the record, the players want to return to a normal schedule at some point here, once we get the lay of the land. In the meantime, uh, we're not just going to ignore everything that occurs out in the world because the fact of the matter is it, it does, to a certain degree, uh, play a factor in some of the, the challenges moving forward. But that's going to be part of our conversation today with both, uh, actually with all three guests, with Elliot, uh, with Mark Spector, and with Jack Michaels today. Uh, Bill Foley, 
reinforcing a couple days ago in sort of an offhanded comment regarding the fact that the Vegas Golden Knights traded Nate Schmidt as a salary dump to the Vancouver Canucks. And the interviewer said, well, you're going to have to face them in the division. And he said, well, they'll be in the Canadian division next year. And so we are going to have, a, I mean, it looks pretty inevitable that uh, because of border restrictions and those sort of things, that we're going to have a, a, a Canadian division. Potentially one all season. So you're into it? I mean, I'm into it, and I'm not, I, I got to tell you, I'm not concerned for the NHL franchises in Canada because I know the passion. We have a show, a two-hour show on this station year-round called Oilers Now. Okay? I used to host a show called Total Sports. We used to break it down to the 15-minute blocks in terms of the consistency of the numbers, and the moment we moved away from talking about the Oilers and the NHL was the moment that the numbers dropped. I know. I did this with Bryn Griffiths for five years because we tried to, uh, you know, build as competitive as – and as much as I liked the CFL and loved NCAA college football and uh, at that time was working at the University of Alberta and really and, – and it's a completely different situation today at the U of A, even than it was 12 to 15 years ago in terms of the amount of uh, interest from the, the student body for their own teams. Hockey drives it in Canada. That's just the reality of the situation. This show, I'm not going to tell you what the numbers are. They're very competitive. Okay? Very competitive. Because the passion is out there for the Oilers. We endeavor to get the best possible guests we can. We try to keep you reasonably informed. And you know what? If you don't agree with something we say, hey, it's all good. You're allowed to have your own perspective as long as you're polite about it. Again, now you can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floor Sex Line, 780-496-0063. So, Brendan, I'm going to put you on the spot here, right here, right now. Today's top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of no payments and no interest for one year. We're not going to talk about the fact that the Flames signed Andrew Majipani. Very fair deal. Uh, two years. Two and a half million, just under two and a half million dollars. Magia Pani represented by Edmonton's rich winner. Um, what do you think? Canadian division. You digging it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's unique, right? It's going to be something different and something that I think would really not only unite the country, but I think that the players would be really excited to have that sort of, um, you know, how do we really structure the hierarchy of Canadian teams right now without having seen them all compete against each other for a stretch of time? So it presents a really unique opportunity. And honestly, with the border situation seemingly not letting up any time in the near future, and we're getting to the point now where the league is, is going to have to function within the idea of starting up within the near future, right? Within a couple of months or so. Um, so this is a pretty important thing that I think that why not, right? They did, they planned it so well with the bubble and everything else last time. Why not? Well, here's what happens. If you don't try, you don't get anywhere. You just quit. I mean, we've got a couple of illustrations of that over the last 48 hours. Today, if you've not heard, uh, Denver is, uh, University of Denver is a big time NCAA hockey program. Um, the two kids from Short Park that you know well, Carter Savoy, the uh, Oilers' fifth-round pick, Michael Benning, fourth-round pick of Florida, both going from the Short Park Crusaders to Denver this year, and their conference has tentatively announced their return to play programs. So they're they're and they're going to start like December. The Western Hockey League a couple days ago, and I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, Reed Wilkins had Ron Robinson on a show last night. Western Hockey League with a tentative plan to start up basically January 8th after the conclusion of the World Junior Hockey Championship, which will be bubbled here in Edmonton. 
those organizations are going to be relentless in their pursuit to try to make things happen and to play. And many of you that are in your own businesses and, and maybe you're a small business and you're trying to keep as many people employed as possible and it's tough and everybody's taking less money in the private sector. And there's some people in the, pro- in the public sector that have had to take cutbacks too. But certainly more so I would suggest in the private sector. Uh, you got to find ways to survive and, and battle. And so we have a couple scenarios there, WHL, NCAA, Conference is now releasing their plans. Interestingly enough, U Sports and the Canada West went a completely different direction. I know which I would prefer. And uh, I think you can read between the lines of what I'm saying. And for the NHL, they got to be relentless. And, and some people say, no one should play anything while there's COVID until we have a vaccine. And there are people like that out there. And you're entitled to that opinion. But not everybody has to think that way. Others might suggest, look, man, we can't just bury our head in the sands for the next 18 months to 24 months. We've got to get back going. Might be uh, a perspective that many share that would listen to the show right now. All right, let's get to the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. We're going to get to some clips yesterday, uh, from yesterday's guests, Louis DeBrusque and Brian Burke. Louis DeBrusque, uh, there, there was a lot of... Uh, criticism of uh, the Oilers re-signing Mike Smith. Of course, the Calgary Flames six times. They got they got the best goaltender out there in free agency, Jacob Bernson. Though in fairness to Cam Talbot, he had pretty similar numbers last year, but over the last two years had not been as good as uh, Jacob Markstrom. Corey Crawford, two years, $3.9 million in New Jersey. Thomas Grice, two years, $3.6 million to Detroit. And after those three goalies went, it was then that Edmonton signed Tyson Berry, by the way. Uh, here is Louis DeBrusque on Ken Holland re-signing Mike Smith. I think you obviously have targets that you want to try and um, acquire some way, shape, or form. And I'm sure Ken Holland and the scouting staff and the management staff had you know players that they were targeting. If it doesn't work out, then you go to plan B, potentially plan C. Um, I don't mind it. Listen, Mike Smith, I like the term, like I said, it's a one-year deal. It doesn't break the bank. You've got two goaltenders now that have played together and were not a bad tandem last year. If I recall, they were um, second in the Pacific before the the timeout. Um, they did a pretty good job. Each guy stepped in and, and was able to hold the fort for, for duration of time. Uh, I think potentially this year you'll see a little swing in the sense that it'll be Miko that most likely gets the lion's share of the starts, and Mike Smith will be a backup, and he can step in, and if, if needed, can go on a, a stretch himself. It didn't work out. You look out, you try and find free agents, you try and sign a goaltender, it doesn't work out, so you go to plan B. This is a great plan B for Miko. I look at this and say this is a comfortable tandem that have worked together, um, they've shown success together, and uh, again, like I've always said, I think it's time to give Nico uh, a real good chunk of starts here and see exactly what he can do. That's just my opinion. All right, that's uh, Louis DeBras yesterday on Oilers Now. Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack makes an appearance every Thursday on Oilers Now. Uh, and in his opinion, he says it's vital that the NHL plays next season. I think it's vital that we play because if we don't, uh, people get used to doing something else. They're, they're, we've lost a chunk of our audience. We'll never get back to this pandemic. And we won't know how many they are. I think the game's going to come back great and our ratings were good. But a whole bunch of people didn't get to watch hockey for four months. Guess what? 
Some of them joined book clubs. Some of them took French lessons. Some of them founded, uh, started playing bridge. They're, they found other things to do, and hopefully not a very big percentage. I'm more worried south of the border than I am north of the border as far as losing interest. But we got to play. We have to play, even if it means no fans. And then maybe a month in, we put in... 10%, 20%, whatever the local authorities permit. And then someday when there's a vaccine, we have full buildings again. But in the meantime, we have to play. And if that means we play with no fans and we we sustain massive losses through the lost ticket revenue, so be it. We have to play. There you go. Uh, you know what? I, I totally see where Berkey's coming from, and I'm going to just go to my own experience of Major League Baseball. I was a huge baseball fan in the late 80s, early 90s. And that 94 shutdown of the season, and they never returned. Montreal Expos were in first place. I was in baseball rotisseries back then and, you know, would buy Baseball America and, you know, every year pick up the Streets of Smith's Baseball Edition. And I just stopped caring as much after that year. I was just like, you know what, if they can't even care to fulfill, and con- but it's, it was like the number three sport for me between hockey and football at that time. And so even today, I don't want, unless, unless the Blue Jays are playing and they're playing in the playoffs, I really don't care anymore. I just don't. It's just, and so when you go, uh, to the U.S., you see clearly in some of the Sun Belt markets, and I've been to every one of those markets, okay? I've had the privilege of being there for the last 12 years. Detroit, Hockey matters. Boston, hockey matters. L.A., it's not the biggest deal in town, but it kind of matters. You know what I mean? San Jose, I swear there's like 20,000 hockey fans in San Jose, and 17,000 of them go to the games at the Shark Tank and make a ton of noise, and the acoustics in the building make it an unbelievable experience. And they've had really good teams for a long time. But you go some places, and nobody gives a flying you-know-what, a flying hoot. Like, there is... You go to, uh, you know, Sunrise, Florida, and, man, it's it's weak. Arizona, unless there's a Canadian team or the Chicago Blackhawks going in there, or maybe Detroit, attendance is weak. So uh, I, I agree with Berkey. Let's get to some text on our Ashley Fine Flores text line at 780-496-0063 regarding the Canadian division. Richard says, Bob, I would love an all-Canadian division. I've been saying this for several years now. The Canadian team should break off from their own league and start winning a trophy again from Richard. Well, I, I, I'll throw something at you. I think the national TV money that comes in, uh, that's, that NHL Hockey and Rogers pays for the national rights in Canada should go to the seven Canadian teams and not to the American teams. They can split the $200 million a year they get uh, from NBC. And the Canadian teams can split the, you know, $450 million or so a year that comes in from Rogers. That's never going to happen. That's how I see it. 780-496-0063 can text us. Uh, Bob, this is the first time I've heard about a Canadian division for the upcoming season. I like the idea. Might not be that exciting watching the same teams play all the time, but at least we'd have hockey from Mark and St. Albert. Well, you got to come up with solutions, and that's the point. And... You know, I just I think they're gonna they're gonna work their way at it, and it totally. If you've got border restrictions, there's one way to work around that, and that's to be creative. And it's incumbent upon everybody that's in whatever respective business they're in to be as creative as possible to try to survive. 
That's what good organizations do. So anyhow, 1224 in Edmonton, one week. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Come back in orders now. Brendan Escott will have NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. Well, that's going to be an interesting situation to uh, monitor as well. Just want to put a shout out to Lars uh, Kalu. He's a talented comedian, and he is headlining at the Comic Strip, West Edmonton Mall. Thursday, which uh, started last night through Sunday this week. So best of luck with him. I think he does a radio show on CGSR as well, or he used to, or something like that. Uh, anyhow, a uh, very funny man. This is, and I like humor. Uh, I'm not sure if he's quite as cutting as Bill Burr, but that's uh, another story for another time. Let's get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Edmonton owned and operated. They have face masks for everyone. Visit their online face mask shop by going to Elite promomarketing.com. All right. The Flames, as we mentioned, did re-sign Andrew Mangiapane to a two-year contract extension. It's worth $2.425 million per season. 24-year-old put up 32 points in 68 games. He plays just under 14 minutes a night for the Flames. Uh, Tony D'Angelo also got a two-year extension from the Rangers yesterday, right around twice of what Mangiapane's money is. A $4.8 million AAV for D'Angelo. They also sound, signed uh, Alexander Georgiev for two more years, just under two and a half million in year one, and then just over two and a half million in year two. If Guinea Dadonov got uh, paid. $5 million a year from the Senators. It's a three-year deal there. 31 years old now, but a proven uh, perennial 20-ish goal scorer. 31st overall pick in last week's draft. Ozzie Weisblatt signed a three-year entry-level deal with the Sharks. Former Shark Joe Thornton signed a deal to play this season with H.C. Davos. And I uh, should mention the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation announced a $5 million donation to the Inner City Youth Development Association, which helps at-risk youth as well as uh, financially it's going to stabilize the inner city high school as well and, and obviously uh huge uh, debt of gratitude to the orders fans out there and everybody that helps contribute to, to the edmonton orders community foundation to the ashley fine floors text line oilers gm says bob the canadian division would be the worst idea ever that means only four canadian teams make the playoffs in any other scenario i'd bet six canadian teams would make it this year two teams will be screwed that 
That one comes to us from Oilers GM. Again, you can text us at any time. Stan the Man says, Bob, a Canadian and U.S. division might do a lot of damage to the American teams in non-traditional southern markets. Sometimes the only draw in Arizona, L.A., Florida is McDavid coming to town. The Canadian division will be exciting. Uh, the Kings draw regardless. Doesn't matter who plays there. Uh, Florida doesn't draw at all. Doesn't matter who plays there. Arizona benefits from Canadian teams going down there, specifically Edmonton and Calgary. And as I mentioned, huge draws, huge draws for Chicago and Detroit as well. Off to a global news weather traffic update. And when we come back from NHL hockey and Rogers for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Freeman. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.